we've got some more news, some wonderful gaming news and tech news, and we're going to get into, because it is spooky season, it's uh, October, or whatever you want to call the October, some people call it Ghosttober or whatever. Anyway. Well, Ben calls it Hauntober. Hauntober. Yes, that's what he thinks. Anyway, I call it D&D-tober. It's, it's, either way, it's spooky season, so the, uh, uh, the second half of the second half is going to be us talking about ghost tech and kind of debunking it and what we think possibly could be real and, and what could not be real. So uh, we were going to do a video about this, but the the getting together to get the video is just a whole other project that we weren't able to happen. So we're going to get so it's going to be a conversation on the podcast. So stay tuned till then. If you want to just skip ahead, that's fine too. Uh, if you want to listen to that part of it, but there's always gaming news, which is always interesting. And then what we've been up to and uh, the what's going on on the YouTubes and the, the Twitch and the D&Ds. Wow. So, anyway. I, I guess I can go first. <laughs> I can go. Yeah, what's, what's been going um, on? Uh, we're ramping up to start for this new campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like it's probably going to be November 5th. <laughs> we're going to be off this week to do some more playtesting stuff. And then the following week is Dragon Quest, so it looks like it's going to be November 5th. Um. Yeah, everything's coming together real nice. People have got some deep backstories. I'm fucking hyped for this new new campaign. Like everybody's got some shit in place. I'm gonna go over some stuff with Bazinga so we can make his a little more fleshed out. But like Nick and Alex have a real strong background put together. Mitch is tying his character into your character, Nate. Is he? Yeah. No shit. Um, we're gonna basically involve his father as one of the people you're hunting for. Oh, okay. So we're going to put all that together. Um, I've got the stream layout set up. And I think if you're okay with it, Bazinga, I would like you to stream, continue streaming on Facebook. And mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna stream it on YouTube because I can't record and stream at the same time. My computer cannot run it. So I'm going to do it on YouTube so I have an archive of the stream on my channel. Okay. And okay. then that way we have... We have two ways you, to hit. Do you need a banner or anything, Grim? Um, a banner would be cool. I on, on for your YouTube channel. I actually have something. I have that cool thing that Johnny did when he, oh, he okay. inverted all the. He inverted the the coloring for this old picture of the cat. Remember Castlevania One, where yeah. he's standing up looking at the tower, yeah. and it looks cool, and it says like Grim's Vault. Mm. He, he did some cool shit with oh, that. I didn't, know he, I didn't know he did that. Okay, cool. but the the main the main thing I was I'm worried about is. Just, I wanted to have a an archive. I know most people won't see it on YouTube, but it's a slow process anyway. We'll see if we get any viewers. I'll, I'll do my best with tweeting it out and all that stuff. Uh, I'll get people I know to tweet it out. Hmm. We'll see. But I got to get that all set up. I do need a, to put together a layout. Like, I have a layout, but I don't have, like, borders for my windows. But I have a pretty nice layout that lets you see the map well. Let you see... um the the die roll thing and lets you see the character sheets I've made so you know what the stats are and stuff. So we're in a pretty good setup with what I've got. Okay. But I'm more excited. Once we get going, dude, like, I don't know how Bazinga feels, but Nate, I've had everybody from last session sent me a message after the D&D session telling me that my Theater of Mind shit was working great and that the session was fucking excellent. And that's what I'm doing for this campaign. Like, all the ideas I'm testing in Dragon Quest are being used in this one. So I'm super hyped about this one, dude. Also, one last thing. 
Hashtag Mitch, justice for his stomach. Okay. Anyway. He picked up a cursed dagger and started gutting himself. Oh Jesus. And if it was if it wasn't for a lucky roll from like Val to come in and find him, he was going to basically disembowel himself and have to be saved. Oh Jesus. And I had I dude, I had this whole medical thing set up for it, but he passed it. Uh-huh. I just messaged Bazinga like a half an hour ago saying I wish he had failed because <laughs> I wanted to see what you guys did while he disemboweled himself. Oh jeez. Okay. Bazinga, so you have been away. Over in uh, Tennessee. Yep. Yeah. So, I gotta talk like a hillbilly now. Oh Jesus! Well, I'm wearing a Nashville hat, so <laughs> there you go. Don't ever be a Nashville Predators fan, or I'll fucking kill you. Nashville Predators? Is that a hockey team? Bad hockey. Oh. Yeah, it's hockey. Yeah. No, no, I had a good time. It was fun. Now I'm back. Anyway, uh, didn't do any gaming or anything like that. Actually, I played some mobile Call of Duty with okay. with somebody just because. Oh, okay. But that's it. Mobile Call of Duty. Well, I was. It was funny because they were like, "I just, well, I just got MVP of the match," and I'm like, "Really? All right." So I went on. I'm playing. I'm like, "I just got MVP in my ma- in my first match, in my second match." <laughs> Probably half bots. And I'm like, "These are all bots. This is too easy." Yeah, it's all bots. So then I went into like ranked mode, and you could tell. There were still some bots, but there was actually people. Okay. Because so, I was getting killed. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I was like. Boom, boom, boom. Are you going to shoot at me? You know, nothing yeah, was happening. What's so. happening here? So. And they're staring at you. Oh. Anyway. Oh, fucking Christ. That's what it is, though. But it's it's really it's not that bad. Game. It's really not that bad. For, for for being a mobile game, the the graphics and the... It plays just like... Oh, yeah. No, it does. It does, it's yeah. It's fine. Like, try, trying to use a controller... Like, using... T- I hate touchscreen control. I hate it. I hate it. But uh, like using a controller, it's okay. It's for some reason though, it's just not the same as using like playing on like the Xbox or something. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it's gonna be way smoother, yeah. It's not even that. It's just the controls never work the way they're supposed to because they gotta be like mapped in. Yes. Versus like just they work. They work, yeah. Like I'm sure if I played Call of Duty through like Xbox Cloud Gaming or something like that, it would be fine. Yeah. But connected to the phone is just not the same, no. or an iPad, or an iPad, yeah. But that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, these last couple weeks, I well, most I was playing actually, I was playing some uh, Call of Duty actually, just multiplayer of a uh, two people one trick. <laughs> I was playing that, um, but I was also playing some Chrono Cross as well on my little handheld for a while. Yeah, I need to get I need to get into that fucking HD remake of that shit. Hmm. So I've just been lazy about it, you know. Um, other than that, though, we actually also we've shot a we have a new video out. If you don't know, uh, we do have a new video out on a keyboard. It's kind of kind of my alien mod keyboard. It's the Yunzi uh, K6 KC84 uh, model. Uh, so it's a decent keyboard, and the mod came out pretty good, uh, and it sounded great. Uh, go check out the video. It was a kind of a comical moment between me and Grim, actually on the video. Be funny. Anyway. So. Did you see it yet, Grim? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. And you're like, well, what the fuck he's talking about? <laughs> uh, I was more annoyed at the fact that I that my beautiful face was only in one second of the video. Two seconds. <laughs> two seconds. I'm the more fucking I was. star here, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then we shot a video yesterday that took a while. It took a long while. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it took yeah, you know, him and his damn keyboards. It took like five or six hours, something like that, was to shoot that video. Um, but it was, yeah, it was basically we were shoot, we were making a Halloween video. It's gonna be pretty cool because uh, the black dragon shows up as a mad scientist modding keyboards. Dude, dude, honestly, I think at one point we need to do like a, a, a like a small three session campaign. Where I play the Hulk, the Hulkster, and you play fucking Black Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> we just pull characters from all of our stupid shows. Oh my god, the Grimster, the Grimster. <laughs> uh, it, it would be funny with Chet Wood, whatever the hell that character was named. <laughs> the... Chet Woodcock. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like Johnny Chetwood or whatever. Chet something. Yeah, Chet was... Chetwood. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for the game show thing. <laughs> I'm Johnny Chetwood. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, that was. I like that. That was. That was a fun one. We did. Uh, what was it? South Park. Yeah. yeah. South Park trivia game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, chef. Yeah. Chef's love sack. Check. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Chef's love sack. Love sack. <laughs> I hear. I hear things. I hear things. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but other than that, and then obviously we have other keyboard builds going at them. We have, we have a whole bunch of builds that we're planning on doing. And I've already, like, mapped out my next, like, personal keyboard, which I've already, like, oh, my God. I spent too much time today looking at keyboards. Oh, my God. <laughs> I spent about 10 minutes. And, and keyboard done. And I found, uh, be cool. and I found this one new company making keycap, but, oh, my God, no, I'm not going to. Like, this company, it's a brand new company. Granted, the keycaps look pretty nice, but they're already, they think they're, like, level of, like, high-end GMK, like, level keycaps. Uh, nobody knows who they are, but they're charging, like, $400 for keycaps. I'm like, okay. I'm liking that uh, that one that I found yesterday. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But then, but then I'm liking like the the, the other keyboards. Like I was looking for the you know uh, translucent ones. Mm -hmm. So it's like, ah, uh, which ones? Which ones? Yeah, which ones? Yeah, that's the thing. And then I'm like, oh well, that one's just perfect. I don't even have to mod it. I'll just <laughs> buy it. You know. Oh yeah. yeah but that yeah. defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But you could just buy it and then buy the keycap separately. But anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um, so yeah, no, the video came out great. It's going to be very comical. It's going to be kind of esque, like it's going to be have hints of like a horror movie from like the 1950s in it, which is going to be kind of cool, like a monster movie from the 1950s. So, or a mix between that and like Frankenstein. And we got the and the effect came out really good because it's it it's painted uh, with glow effect and uh, whatnot, and you basically. If you put it in the dark, well, if it's lit up on, on a bright light and then you put it in the dark, you're going to see a bunch of cracks forming through the whole keyboard with glowing coming out of them. So it's kind of cool. Wait, wait, what we should have done is you should go through it with a very fine tip uh, paintbrush. All the cracks with like a little. Those, you, you, you would need like a single hair tape. Those cracks are like two hair know. fine. I don't know about that. They're really, really fine. Because it comes through, it's just, you'll yeah. never see it. <laughs> you'll never see it. Yeah. Um, I think, personally, if I would have done, I think I could have got done, uh, go, be a little brighter if I would have put a, if I would have put a layer of gesso. I don't know what that is. And then, gesso is. Or at least a couple layers of gesso, and then sand it, and then put the glow, like, two or three layers of glow after that. Um is that more Ferrari I oil? I think that would have. <laughs> I think that would have worked. Push, push oil, push. What do you mean? Gesso is like gesso is pretty much just pri it's it's primer for a canvas. That's all it is. Um, that's all gesso is. Oh, so you think if we primed it first? 
Yeah, it's well, it's it's stuff you use to prime an actual canvas, but it allows it to it allows uh, other paint to adhere better. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that's why people gesso uh, canvases before they start painting. Oh, they they paved our 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 our, mm. our lot, so we got yeah. paving now. Paving now, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah, and other than that, and I obviously I listened to a really interesting podcast last night. That's it's a live podcast at late at night. Um, that had like a new form of EVs, which we'll get into the second half and the other half. So that's uh, going to be really, really cool. So, but other than that, let's get into the gaming because we got some interesting news. And I didn't, this first story I had no, I did not see it coming. But hey, that's right. So Netflix is seriously exploring a cloud gaming service. You, you think they learned from the other one that just canceled itself? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, so don't really... you know anything about Netflix or anybody else? <laughs> they all think they can do this. Uh, it released a slate of mobile games. Yes, that did terrible. Uh, but it wants you to go... call them mobile games. So yeah, and <laughs> we did a there, there, there's there's the good mobile games, which is like the Call of Duty stuff like that. Then there's mobile games, which uh, is uh, don't swipey, be labeled swipey. Call of Duty is good. Oh, shut the hell up. Uh, and then there's Netflix mobile. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. And we talked about that story uh, a couple weeks ago, how Netflix did their own survey and they found like less than like 1% of the people that use Netflix play their games. Okay. <laughs> and they're still pushing ahead. Yeah. It's... Like guys, the, the writing is on the wall, but let's go ahead anyway. Uh, but yeah, it wants... dude, but like less than 10% of people that watch Amazon are watching that shitty Lord of the Rings show and they're still doing another one. Um, another season. So, but it wants to, okay, so it wants to go beyond iOS and Android to reach people on their PCs and TVs. Okay, well, so Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should try reaching people first. Then you can go beyond. Yeah, yeah. So they said in a statement, said, we're very serious about exploring a cloud gaming uh, offering so that we can reach members on TVs and PCs, uh, Verdu said, and we're going to approach this the same way we did with mobile. Okay, the mobile did bad, <laughs> which is to start small, be humble, but thoughtful, and then build up from there. Okay, yeah, but mobile didn't work out, guys. How are you building up from that? You didn't build anywhere. <laughs> Just look at that growth. I think you misunderstand <laughs> what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you just don't understand what they mean. Oh, That's your problem. Oh my god. So, so what do they mean, Grim? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not saying I care. I'm just saying that so, you don't understand. So they also stated, literally stated that Netflix believes it can succeed where Google failed. Google has one of the biggest infrastructures in our company in our country for servers and hosting games, and they failed. Well, let's be fair, though, they didn't fail because of the service. They failed because you can't get people to transfer to your shitty platform if you don't have anything no one wants. Well, yeah, no, exactly. What is Netflix going to, like, wh what? What is Netflix going to have? Unless they literally buy out AAA studios, they don't have anything. They're, they're going to have, uh, they're going to bring back Telltale and make Stranger Things Telltale game. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the point and click adventure. Uh, they're gonna buy roadblocks. I don't know. Go buy something. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I don't think. I think this is a really, 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 really bad move. 
you know, I think it's going to cost them a lot of money. Yeah. And and when it costs them a lot of money, you know, it's going to get hit. We're going to get people subscribed to Netflix because the prices are going to go up once they fail. Well, they're already they're, that another news with the Netflix is that they're people that, sh- you know, share accounts mm-hmm. that they're going to raise the price on the people that share accounts. Is if they're not in the same house. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, but what about, like, for instance, like... But but what's the whole... Remember, there's people use VPNs and shit. Yeah, no, I know. But, like, yeah, but what about, like, for instance, like, uh, whenever, like, I go on vacation, I'll, like, most hotels and stuff, like, I have smart TVs now. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll just log in my Netflix account and watch them. Exactly. So... I don't know. They, they, they think... They, they're upset about losing all this money, but they... they it's like they're they. It's like with some other companies. I will not mention them, but they will not admit to certain things or the reason why it's happening. And the reason that Netflix lost so much money is because there was a lockdown. Yeah. So everybody subscribed. Now people are going out now and doing stuff. So they're unsubscribing. Well, no, no. no. Okay. So they didn't take a loss. So this is the same thing with like. The oh, company. they are reporting that they took a loss. Oh no, no, no. Okay, That's so right. Okay, this is this is the same stupidity that goes on with the company we work for. Okay. <laughs> this is the same retardedness, stupidity. No, they didn't, they didn't make what they projected. Yes, they still <laughs> made an astronomical profit, like a profit I could like live the rest of my life off and then three other lifetimes. <laughs> They're just stupid, and all companies do this stupid shit. Oh, we're taking a loss, really, because your profit is still damn good. What are you talking about? You talk a loss. You took a loss compared to last year. Yes. Yeah, we didn't make more profit than we did last, last year. Ten years. Oh, go fucking fly a kite! My yeah. God, we only made you, you've increased forty-two your, billion this year. You, you've increased your profit over the last like thirty years, but you you went down a little bit from last year. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. Fucking crow! <laughs> Give me a fucking yeah. break! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and Grim is silent for that one. Apparently. Anyway. Um. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Elden Ring. So okay, this is really cool. This is a quick, fairly quick story though. So Elden Ring soundtrack is being turned into a what do you call it? Jazz for a live concert with uh, Carrie Garrett uh, Garnett and yeah, uh, Japanese trumpet trumpeter uh, Takakia. Ta- Takakia? Takakia? Hey, girl, I want a Takakia. Takuya Kuruda. Takuya Kuruda, yeah. Anyway, um, and I just did this story because I'm obviously, I'm a huge, I'm, obviously, I don't know how a lot of people feel, no, but I'm a huge fan of jazz in general. Um, and I, Leland Ring is absolutely one of my absolute favorite games. Um, so, and the soundtrack is already really good. And to have it performed in jazz, it's going to be pretty cool. But the only thing is, like a lot of people, like this Eric all points out, it's fifty dollars to go to this concert or to watch it live, and to get like a digital version of it. So I don't know how many people. Oh well, I think it's twenty five. Yeah, it's fifty dollars. Yeah, holy Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's fifty dollars to watch it live, but to wait a day and find a way to watch it without that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can easily watch it after the fact. I'm sure it's going to be posted. I also don't care because I don't. Elden Ring isn't jazz. Oh. I don't like jazz anyway. Oh, I love jazz. It's going to be cool though. Of course you do. You're a tool. Love jazz. Actually, I found a. Uh, I, I, I didn't even know it existed, uh, but they had one uh, at the Walmart, a Miles Davis Funko Pop. Oh, jeez. And I had to buy it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't even know they made Funko Pops of jazz musicians. I was like, oh. <laughs> I had to buy it. Anyway, so, yeah. No, I think it's going to be pretty cool. So, I, I was kind of excited. 
Well, you you went to that concert. So I did, days. and I'll get into that in the second half because that's that involves some other things. Anyway, so Sony DualSense Edge PS5 controller will arrive on January twenty sixth. So Edge. So so basically, it's their Elite controller. I guess. Yeah. It's got the the re- ver- the, the rear buttons. Yeah, because it has the, all the side buttons. Which um, Graham, you need this. No, I don't. It, you can custom. You have more buttons. You or, like more buttons. Or, 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 or <laughs> dude, or, I play. Or, I play RPGs, man. I don't need this. Or, or we could more buttons. Or we could just make one of these on the channel. <laughs> like I, my PS4 controller is like the one I highlighted real quick. I showed the picture of it. That has actually all the bells and whistles and the six buttons and everything. How do you else. add buttons to it? What do you mean add buttons to it? You just slot them onto the PCA. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Duct tape yeah. the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't know they announced this, but it, it's yeah. just a PS5 controller elite. It's got the uh, the rear buttons like yeah. uh, the uh, Xbox one. Yeah, it has it like replaceable buttons. It looks like I don't know are those earbuds that come with, or is that, oh no, that's just the package. Those it looks are, like oh the thing on the top it, left it there. Just, yeah, it's, it's just zippers. The, yeah, it's just zippers. Uh, so that's just the container it comes in, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the, the, the funny thing is, so they. Uh, they have the Elite 2 controller for Xbox, right? Yeah. And I got one. Okay. And mine comes with this case and all the all the buttons and stuff. And the case holds all the buttons. And the case is also a charger. Okay. You plug the cable into the case and you can lay the controller. It's like a Qi charger. That's kind of cool. The new ones don't come with that stuff. Oh, that's kind of And crazy. I think you have to buy the buttons separately. Oh, Jesus. I, I gotta look that up, but I know that like you don't get all the all the bells and whistles because it, it is it's called the uh, like the Elite Two Core okay. controller, and it doesn't come with everything. It's like one hundred twenty nine dollars instead of one hundred fifty. Yeah, but I was kind of surpri- surprised. But but there are the with the cores, there's a bunch of different colors. Mm-hmm. So I guess I don't know, but I thought that was I was kind of surprised that it didn't come with all that stuff. It doesn't come with the case or anything like that. And that's, uh... But not, not that I really use the case, but so yeah. Obviously, this one won't charge like that because it obviously comes with a cable and everything else. Um, this is pretty cool, but it is $200, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is the thing. When I bet I could make one for me, because what? The PS5 controllers go for, what, 80 bucks? 60 70 60 70 Okay. Oh, the PS5 ones? Yes. I don't know. Maybe. Um, yeah. Um, or that I could find, like, people that are damaged ones, stuff like on eBay and stuff. Too that are easy to fix, but the, um, the reason I got the Elite controller is because the Elite Two, because when we went to that the packs and they had those modded ones, yeah, they I really wanted to get one, but I just couldn't. They were well over two hundred dollars. Yeah, but you're yeah. The thing is though, but you're paying for their time. No, I know, I know, I know. But they like That's they the had point. those the you know the customizable analog sticks is what I really wanted. Yeah. The Elite Two, you can tighten them or loosen them. Yes. So that's why I went with the Elite Two. Saved myself. A hundred dollars. Um, Plus, yeah. I, I think I got that you know extra discount. That, that was like the big mod. Like I really wanted to do that control when I did my PS4 controller years ago. I the big mod I wanted to do that. Obviously, I added every mod there was to it. Mm-hmm. But the big one was to make the back shoulder buttons like literally like barely touch them and they actuate. Yeah, well, that only works depending on what game you're playing. Like if you're playing a shooter, yes. But if you're playing a race game, that's not going to help. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You yeah, kind of yeah. need that <laughs> that distance. But oh, with, with, with my controller, there's three different settings. Yeah. So. Um, well, that's what's nice about, like, the PS5 controllers in general mm-hmm. have that mechanism in those controllers that adjust it depending on the game, which is really cool. Oh. Neat. That That's actually built into those controllers now. You, you've, you've played a 
PlayStation Five. Yeah. I, I, um. So that that's mod that doesn't really have to be done to yeah, this one. Trigger stops and dead zones are adjustable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's one thing that was sad because like the new Xbox controller had like almost no changes to it, and the PS Five controller was like it's it's mostly the same except like it's bigger the, the well it's slightly but the insides are pretty much the same parts oh. um if you look they're the same pcb everything mm-hmm. um but the shoulder buttons are completely redesigned like i said they actually well, they have that their, that vibration they thing. have their own mechanism actually like i was saying they have their own mechanism built into the shoulder buttons to make it either tight or soft which is really cool like that's really impressive really. so it's got a braided USB C ch- charging cable that can lock into place that's funny yeah, because like, like paying that cable kind of. Well, no, it's just it's funny because like before it was make those cables so they quick release in case yeah. somebody trips over one or something like that. Now, now they want it to lock into place. Mm. That's like the MacBooks. Uh, yeah, whatever they they call it. Yeah. Which works well. That 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 magnetic ch- charger. I'm surprised they, that's not something that they've... That made. should be, like, a standard across everything. Yeah, nowadays. I'm surprised that's not something they've implemented on Like, on everywhere. Phones. Like, they go with the little things you can put in them and do that, but why don't they just make them magnetic? Yeah, just make it magnetic. You, they won't get full of dust or anything, you know? Yeah. Because even this, I'm every week I gotta yeah. chisel it out. <laughs> it's in your pocket. It's a... uh, $70. For what? For the dual sense. Oh, really? So yes, yeah, so I know. So I could probably do this mod for about, depending on where I find the parts, probably about hundred bucks total, which is not bad. So yeah, the the Elite Series Two controller starts at one hundred fifty, and as of Tuesday, is customizable through the Xbox Design Lab. Hmm. The DualSense Edge is the same price as Scuff's Reflex Gamepad for PS Five. Scuff also offers more expensive models, which may cast the initial sticker shock. Just a little bit of sticker shock. A little bit. But it's what it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's what it is, though. So, now, because of the Steam Deck. Yes. Which is its system is its own, but you can also wirelessly stream from your computer to it just yeah. like a lot of you can do it on your phone now right yeah so now everybody's going into the whole cloud gaming console handhelds yes so logitech announced one it's called logitech's g cloud gaming handheld yes and it's they say it's it's you have to be online for the most part and you got to be connected to whatever uh there's a wi-fi version there's a 5g version uh, Razer also came out with one. <laughs> yeah, because everybody's jumping. Everybody's on. Everybody jumping on this cloud gaming crap. But the thing is, though, okay, so these ones, okay, so obviously, I'm sure whatever people are going to do to these things, into these. Sorry, things. um, but I'm basically dying. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, bad cold. Oof, that's rough. Um, if they lock <sighs> it online, that's not going to really benefit them. Like the Steam Deck is super versatile. You can do so many things. You can play Switch games on that thing okay mm-hmm. um yeah but you're not supposed to um so it's like it, you can do like so many things with the switch the with the steam deck and the other one the other uh what the hell is the other one the asus i don't remember there's another one that's really good um mm-hmm. so that you can play like the emulation is amazing on it yeah but you're not you gotta leave the emulation out of it. <laughs> yeah, but that's what like that I can about not eighty percent of the people are buying it for that. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's part so, of your sale. That's part of your sales. That's part, like everyone I've known that have, every review, look at every review for the Steam Deck mm, and you will find half the review is all about emulation. It's not about playing Steam games. You're a tool, dude. So, <laughs> why is he a tool? I <laughs> remember a few years back when he debated that he was um, hacking like Wii's. Yep. He was hacking Wii's just to play old games and that and that the hacking community doesn't do it so that they can rip off new games. They only do it to play old games you can't get and all that shit. And now he's talking about using Switch on it. Yeah. Because they're full of shit. They pretend that they're there to, like, altruistic and all that, but they're just scumbags ripping off games that they don't want to buy and hurts the sales, which gets devs closed. Yeah, but which like, gets devs to lose their jobs. Well, no, like, okay. no, it's not a defense, dude. If, if you can find the game in stores... And you're so, still hacking something to play it? You're just a piece of crap. Okay, no. So there is good arguments for it. So, like, I've played... No, there isn't! No, okay, so I bought Breath of the Wild on Wii U, and I built, and I bought it on the Switch, mm -hmm. okay? Um, I bought the regular edition on the Wii, and I bought the special edition on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, and I played through both. I played through it on the Wii U, and then I got it on the Switch, so I got a Switch, and I played through it all again on the Switch. Uh, and then I used the Switch emulator on my computer to play Breath of the Wild, in 4k with a whole bunch of other mods to make it look like holy crap it looked like the details was like a hundred times more than the actual game actually had it was amazing so playing through it like that all you're doing is proving that there are there are people who will buy it again but 99 percent of these people are not doing that they're just assholes stealing yeah. the games hmm. that's the point you're doing it but 90 percent of these people are not no so yeah, it was. It, yeah, that was an experience like that. Like we, we like without emulation, we don't have things like that. Which... Yeah. Well, uh, the analog pocket Game Boy thing. Yes. They just released uh, a core that. Yes, you, you can, can now... install games on it. Oh yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just but, a handheld emulator. But they said that was coming. They just didn't have it yet. Yeah, but it's not officially released. It's. Uh, forum released. Okay, it's, yeah, but it's because they're not going to announce. But it's that. Uh, but it's on the main developer of the Analog Pockets GitHub. Yeah. Um, because and the reason why that is a good thing because that's even that's going to run emulation even better than the well yeah than the Amberneck one I have. The reason why is because that's FPGA board. Yeah, yeah and you knew it was coming because why else would that have all those extra buttons? Well, yeah, we know that. Because it has the, the ABXY instead of just AB. Yeah. So apparently something was coming. Yeah. But, but they're supposed to – they said they're possibly going to release a cartridge that's going to be able to plug in like SNES games and stuff to it too. But mm -hmm. we don't know if that's completely true or not. That would be really weird. <laughs> um, so. But yeah. So. No, it's really cool. I really want I, – yeah, I mean I've wanted one from the beginning. but I'm Emulation gonna, I'm gonna, is the worst. I'm going to eventually get one. Air quote gray area. I'm going to eventually get – yeah. Yeah. But so, – um, if it's stuff you can't find to buy, I'm fine with it. But mm -hmm. and I'm also I don't care. You want to do it? You can be a douchebag and steal new games. I don't care. But don't go. I'm stealing these ten games, but I'm but I'm actually not really doing it for that. Yeah. You know, I'm righteous and I'm doing this because people want to be able to play these in higher definition. They own the games. I'm a hero. No, mm. you're a douchebag. <laughs> End of story. Oh yeah. So back to these uh, cloud gaming units. Uh, this one is uh, starts at three forty nine. Yes. Yeah. They look nice, but I just the problem is you 
basically just have to be online. I, you well, no. We, okay, so that's probably not completely true. So that'll be complete. That'll be true for the core operating system that comes with it. Mm -hmm. um, just like the Steam Deck, people are already installing alternate versions of the software. Mm -hmm. um, that is a little. That's changed a little bit. Um, and I'm sure the same is going to go for this. If they actually lock this thing online, they are going to people. Well, that'll be the. It's first all thing. about streaming the games locally. Yeah. So. It says uh, these flaws wouldn't disappear with a lower oh. cost, but it'd be at least easier to recommend to more people like the work-from-home crowd Ooh. who's always around Wi-Fi or those already have a good gaming PC and want a comfy handheld to stream their games locally. Yeah, okay, so, yeah, no, I'm looking more into this, so, holy crap. Okay, so I didn't realize that about the hardware. The hardware is weak. It's really weak. Well, yeah, because they don't need the hardware because it's yeah, but you're Okay, yeah, but you're spending 300 and some odd dollars when you can actually get a really decent handheld that with the hardware to play anything actually play anything i don't know what what would that device be oh the number of competitors with the steam deck there's a handful of competitors already out there that were out before the steam deck that are around 350 range so, so i don't know what like I don't think this is going to be successful. No, of course not. No one's going to buy this. They would buy this at like a hundred and maybe one hundred fifty bucks. They would buy this, maybe. That would be a hard sell though, because people are not going to be able to do much else with it, um, because it's a very weak hardware. So, uh, you could just spend the extra hundred dollars and get a Steam Deck. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, like, I guess it works great with the Xbox's game cloud gaming it's gonna work i'm sure that okay you just Anything have, to have, cloud, a, you just have to have a really good network and an yeah. okay processor and you're golden you can stream it doesn't take much um but unless that yeah no you it, can do uh nvidia we'll, on it we'll we'll see these on clearance for like 100 bucks <laughs> Yeah, and then we'll maybe we'll buy one and hack it. <laughs> yeah, hack it. <laughs> to, to, it to play Switch games. Well, no, it wouldn't even I'm play. Kidding. You might be able to play like NES games. Like the hardware sucks. Really? Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Snapdragon 720G, uh, four gigs of uh, DDR4 RAM, 64 gigs of internal storage. Yeah, does you have an SD slot. You're not playing. You, you're not. You're not even playing PS1 games barely. Ten, it's got a 1080p screen, 60 hertz. It's pretty pretty basic yeah i think my amber neck one that the wood grain one i think is more powerful than that i no, it's not yeah it does not have four gigs of ddr4 ram <laughs> <laughs> and the, the the processor is the processor on yours is uh, is used on all of those handhelds well yeah no yeah yeah it's a mediatek processor I'm not, yeah. But yeah snapdragon what was it the 7 720g i've never heard of that 720g it's one of the side. I don't know what model that is, but yeah, it's one of the, It's a mobile. It's, uh, a, it's definitely a mobile. It's processor. one of the. It's the ergonomic, like economical versions of their processors. I think. Mm. Um, the ones that go on like cool. that go in like the A series and stuff. Two point three gigahertz, octa core. Sixty four gig architecture. Uh, it's got a cellular modem, Wi Fi, Bluetooth. Yeah, they're, they're, but I can tell you, like, for instance, like, the the more powerful Pow Kitties out there have a way better processor than that. 
It's like the Adreno 618. Like the HD Pow Kitty, mm-hmm. uh, which is one of the handouts I'd like to get a hold of. Uh, that has a way more powerful. I'm pretty sure powerful faster than that. Uh, which is, I think that's only like, I want to say, thing? I want to say it's 250. I want to say it's two. This thing? Something like that? That's one of them. Is that the Pow Kitty or is that the. I'm on powkitty.com. Yeah. This is might X18S be... Black. Yeah, I'm not sure which. Well, yeah. There's a lot of their. They have a few handouts that look exactly the same. That might be the one. Oh, they make some really nice handhelds. I like this one. Yeah. They make some really, really nice handhelds. Um, but they have, like, one that's, like, really wide, and it's, like, full HD. It's really cool. Uh, not oh, they're not that expensive. 172 for that? No. <laughs> no, they're not. They're a fairly good price. Uh, so. The one I really like to get a hold of is like the mini something. It's a newer one, but yeah. Well, it's, it's got a RK3326. Yeah. They have obscure processors, but they're actually more powerful than that thing. Whatever that was. <laughs> anyway. Um, but no, I do not recommend anybody listening to this podcast. Do not recommend buying this. You can get way better options out there. Just look. What's the, uh, do you have the information for the, uh, the Razer one? I do not. I didn't even know they were making them. Yeah, there's a Razer one. Razer Cloud. Uh, Razer Edge, it's called. Okay. Uh, let me change this. Uh, let's see here. It's called the Razer Edge. The ultimate Android gaming handheld. It's a uh, Snapdragon G3 Gen 1. Uh, 144 hertz display. Go away, pop up. So it has a better display than that freaking LG one. <laughs> At least. <laughs> it's a oh, active-cooled gaming chipset with a 3, three gigahertz cryo GP, uh, CPU, purposely yeah. built to play Android games at high frame rates and long play sessions. Game without limits on Verizon. So it might have the same cooling system that the uh, Steam Deck has, actually. Probably. Uh, console class control with hypersense haptics. Yep, just like dominate touchscreen gaming. So they're really trying to copy the Steam Deck. Six point eight inch screen, full HD touchscreen. But it's probably not as powerful as the Steam Deck, though. Android, PC, Xbox, and cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can uh, access to an Epic game library, play games from Google Play or stream PC and Xbox console games from your home or the cloud. So it says PC games. Okay, do they mean Steam or so or it, well, whatever systems do that? I don't. I I well, only know of Steam that. Lets well, the reason Steam. why is it makes me wonder if they're actually trying to run Windows on that thing. Because it's they said, Android. Yeah, but okay, but it said PC though. Unless they just mean streaming PC games. Yeah. Uh, Four hundred dollars for this one. For the base one, yeah, uh, it's got a well, it's a twenty four by 1080, 2400 by ten eighty, yeah, eight gigs of RAM. It's not a bad DDR five RAM. Yeah, it's not a bad screen. It has decent RAM. One hundred twenty eight gigs of storage. Yeah, camera five thousand milliamp battery. Yeah, but their competition will be the Steam Deck. Yeah, but uh, I don't know if you can install games onto this. It doesn't say. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. They have to compete with that, and people can you can people want to locally install games. Um, 
and even like Metal Jesus did that in his review of the Steam Deck. Oh yeah. Um, he liked the fact that he could install a bunch of Steam games, and then on the plane, uh, when they went, I forget where they went. On the plane, he was able to play through a bunch of games because he was able to play turn Steam offline and just play games. But he did say that he had to turn it online before he got on the plane to connect to show that he was connected. Oh, he did. I didn't catch that. Okay. Uh, he, that's one of the complaints he had. He had because it's oh. like always online thing. Yeah. So he had to like let it know that he was online and then shut it off. Kind of like uh, it checks it every 24 hours type of thing. I, I guess. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I got to rewatch it. Yeah. I know he said something about not being able to play online it, online games or connect to well, certain, he, he wasn't certain looking, games wouldn't let him do it because it wanted him to be online. Yeah, he yeah because he, he wasn't looking to play online games. He was looking to play just certain No, games. no, I mean like there's just games that check to see if you're connected type of uh, thing. Oh, yeah. Some of them may not have worked. Uh, some, I think it was that. Because like I, I wanted to try. I put a couple games on my on my laptop here that I was gonna play on the computer. Mm-hmm. I mean, on the, when I was on the airplane. Yeah. But the whole time I was gonna harf, so oh. <laughs> I couldn't even. Ta- I didn't even take the laptop out. <laughs> oh Jesus! Because I was like, Ugh. Hmm. it was not happening. <laughs> okay, so the last one is uh so. Someone has reverse-engineered Perfect Dark for N64 and made a PC port possible, which is really cool. Um, so it's been about <laughs> quite, a, quite a year for Nintendo games on PC. Uh, we've had an unofficial port of Ocarina of Time, a full <laughs> decompilation of A Link to the Past, which I, don't, I didn't know about that one. Uh, a and, what? And now a cooler, yeah, a coder called Ryan Dwyer. Dyer? Dwyer. Dwyer. Uh, has gone and reverse engineered the original N64 Perfect Dark. Uh, pretty soon, uh, I won't feel the need to own any consoles, he says. <laughs> um, so, so the decompilation is available right now on Dwyer's GitHub page, apparently. Uh, and it's, yeah, it opens up to all sorts of new possibilities for, for basically tweaking the uh, Perfect Dark onto PC. Uh, now that game is reverse engineered, the future tech uh, wizards could do anything for modding the game to create what do you call it, an entire unofficial PC port. That's pretty cool. See, the problem is that they announced this. They should have never announced it. Because <laughs> now they're going to get a cease and desist. Um, not completely. You don't think... Well, Microsoft owns that. Um, Microsoft, not, not Nintendo. Fifty-fifty chance. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Microsoft. Well, no. This uh, project. Well, I was looking at this project earlier. This project's actually been going on for a while. This isn't the first story that's. Well, covered. this is. This is. We're here. This isn't the first story that's covered this. No, I. Well, no, I know. But once it gets big, that's when it always happens. But it says right here, uh, if you want to use the decompilation to play Perfect Dark on PC, you need to provide your old ROM. With all the game's copyrighted material on it, this is why Zelda projects mentioned up top haven't been DMC'd yeah. into a. Well, movie. no, no, that's what I was about to mention. Um, like for instance, like, um, the uh, the random like the uh, randomizer community. Do you know what those are? No. Okay. So in Grim, speed, do you know what they are? So in speedrunning, um, it's when people get really, really bored and start fucking with the game even more than they already did. So, uh, um, so big thing with speedrunning. Um, recently is games that have kind of lost their luster over the years of people like I've seen that game a hundred times playthrough. Mm-hmm. So instead they're starting to do like Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, uh, Zelda games, like any of those games, they're uh, people have developed randomizers. 
so that the game rearranges how things are happening in the game and then you have to kind of there's actually even some seeds where you won't even be able to complete the game because it just screwed it up so bad um but it's but most time it works um and it's mostly to give like more of a like a complex scenario to see who could like get through a game like that mm -hmm. um and when you get the seed to for that generator to work for you to create a seed to do a speed run you have to provide your own rom and that's how they work and that's how they get around that uh, from Nintendo or anybody else can't come after them because they're not doing anything to the actual game. They're developing code that will interact with the original game. Um, and that's probably the same thing with here. Like it's code that actually interacts with the original game and manipulates it. Um, you just have to provide that game. So and that's all that comes down to. Um, so it's a PC port, but it needs the original data to work off. The same thing with like... Um, like doom there's a thousand different doom clones out there right and if you download them you'll see at the bottom when you download them they'll say what do you call it make sure to have your original doom files in the folder when you install oh yeah well i used to do that with like uh, um and uh, yeah so Duke, Duke 3d yeah i would download a whole bunch of like mod packs that would change the game oh yeah <laughs> completely change the game yeah yeah and you just drop them yeah <laughs> and then it would override everything yeah um yeah that's kind of like what this comes down to it's pretty cool um i'm gonna have to check this out i heard about this a while ago i never checked out but now like it's gotten some steam so i'm gonna check it out it's just not on steam it's gotten some steam okay, it's gotten some steam yeah <laughs> you can always put it on your steam library because you can put local games on your steam library if you want to and that'd be pretty cool um like we played what was that that other one that was okay the golden eye on golden eye source <laughs> golden eye source it, it was, was good though it was fun it was goofy but it was fun um yeah it was <laughs> oh my god um i don't know i would like i don't know i would like a newer modern version of golden eye and supposedly they're making one i guess there's one coming out on the switch um they're supposed to be doing a new one yes yeah but we'll see how that comes One's coming out, so they're 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 coming out with one on the the Switch with their whole game, their past thing. Yes, but then uh, Xbox is also coming out with a remake. Yeah, but the thing is though, I would like a proper remake or a sequel to Perfect Dark, not the other shit one we got. Well, um, there was two sequels. There... Yeah, but those were no like nobody that worked on the original game worked on those. Oh really? Nobody. How many perfect darks were there? Two or three? There was only there was three. Though I think there was three. There was the original, and then there was two other ones on Xbox. Uh, I, um, I know the one for the Game Boy is terrible, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, that one's terrible. Um, no, the reason why? Do you know the reason why though? Why what? Um, because the people that were rare, the the subcorp, the sub uh, part of rare that made the shooter first person shooters, mm -hmm. left and formed their own company called Free Radical. Oh okay. Um. That's why, like, Time Splitters played, felt like Perfect Dark, because that was the first game they made right after leaving. Um, if those guys would make an, if they would give, like, or, I don't know, work out something and have those guys make the game under Rare or get credit or, uh -huh. I don't know what, no, or something. No, but no, give them, But let no, them do, let them no. do the sequel. Why? Because you're trying to be fond, you're fond memorying, Nate. If you took the people who made the original GoldenEye and told them, make a new game, and all they did was make a new GoldenEye, 
you would look at it and go, this is shit. <laughs> Games have evolved too far. If they came out with a new Time Splitters and it just played like Time Splitters, I would play it for five minutes and shut it off. Oh, yeah. No, no, you're right. Yeah, but we don't, like, obviously, I haven't looked up at what these guys have been doing lately. Um, but their their main no. gig, their main gig was first person shooters. Um, no, no, you don't even go to these guys. That's it. You don't go to these guys. Nintendo goes and finds someone who who is new and creative in this term time frame now, and they go, "We have the rights to Goldeneye. Make me a make me a 007 battle royal." Yeah, that would be sweet. I would. I do. I. I knew you were gonna laugh. But you Here we can't go. Tell me. Stop it. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me that wouldn't be great. A bunch of different fucking agents dropping in, picking up gadgetry and different crazy weapons, dude. Come on. Well, I no, 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 not even kill, kill them with no chicken nuts dead. Well, no, no. I don't. I, I, this this would be my model. A fucking the... shoe. No. This would be, job. This would be my model for an actual 007 Goldeneye. Battle Royale. You don't... Nobody drops in. You don't see where the other players are, because that's part of the whole spy thing. Mm. Nobody... Everybody just appears uh -huh. on the map. Uh, behind appears, a cabinet. Like everybody that. spawns oh, behind a cabinet. Everybody no, appears, this no. is what I would say. This is what I would say. I would say, hey, guys who make Hitman, can you make a, a level oh. twice the size of the levels you already make, and then throw in, like, 30 people who have to sneak around and find and eliminate each other, like yes. they're playing Hitman, but against other people? That would be sweet. The only problem with that is that you would have to have like a you'd have to set up a button that people could hold down that would have them move like AI because it'd be really hard for someone to stop and walk in a way that you wouldn't notice that they weren't AI. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you'd have to have something that helped it made it easy for them to move like AI during situations where they like you walk into a ballroom and another player's in there and he's standing over in the corner and he holds his button down. His guy leans up against a wall so that's acting like AI. Well, and the only way you know he's not AI is through stuff you found, like gadgets and shit, or information you find, like intel. The intel on other players, like an intel dossier that says this is what the other player looks like. Yeah, Or no, how about, stuff power, like that. How about you have to have the power up to act like AI so that you don't get caught? No, no, the, that should be baseline. What I'm saying is you go you go into this map and you have the other 40 players and they fight you go around looting but the loot is like open up a open up like a, a dresser drawer and find an intel sheet and it gives you and it uploads and goes you now know what these five players look like. Yeah, yeah. Unless they get a costume of some sort. And maybe that intel says like scar over eye. You when you're playing you're not going to be looking this stuff up, but like you'll get indications on your screen because of the the intel you found that helps you find players so they could they could come up with something like that so what, what's funny about that is there's a game called the uh, perfect heist 2 it's it's uh -huh. it's very simple like the graphics and stuff like that but one one group plays like the cops the other plays the robbers mm -hmm. yep and you're trying like one scene you're trying to break into a bank right it's and, not like payback Pay, yeah, uh, payback. Payback. Uh, payday. Payday. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, like payday. But there's cops and robbers. Yeah. Versus yeah. you're the robbers. Yeah. And uh, you you don't know what the other team looks like, and they'll just walk like like oh, the AI. Yeah. You can walk <laughs> like the AI, and well, and they they just gotta pay attention to to bad movements, you know. Yes. And oh, you're you're a bad guy. Boom, boom, boom. You're dead or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I it's funny because that's how take... it is. They could take the Hitman model and go, 
I want every player in this bat in this battle royal to feel like almost like they're playing a single player game because it plays exactly like the Hitman's thing does. All right. Oh yeah. But you're looking for other players, and I think they could do that and make it great. Well, that could be pretty fun. Like I said, I think they could do that and make it great. Yeah, no, it would be it would be a lot of fun. But yeah, that's just how it works. It's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah, no, that would be really really cool. I think yeah, and basically it, it's time for a new battle royale, like yeah. a new type. Well, no, and I think yeah. no, and I think has to be part of it too. Uh, is add the hitman element. If you kill someone, you have to hide the body. Yeah. Ah, well, I mean, yeah, not that you yeah. not that you have to. But if you're a player who doesn't want anybody to see you, you hide the body. Yeah. You might be someone who wants to leave the body out just to make another player move differently. Yeah. Like you come around the like a guy comes around the corner, he's holding like for example, say that button makes it so you can't run, right? Like you have to move in a certain way. You can't aim and fire at people because when you're holding the NPC button, you walk like the NPC for the costume you're wearing. So if you're if you stole a waiter's costume, you walk with the waiter's tray in slow like like they would. So you come around the corner and see a body, and as a player, that player might panic, let go of the NPC button and start running. Oh, he just gave himself away. Yeah. So true. you might want to lay the body, leave the body there for that purpose alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are plenty of reasons why that that fucking well, would want to leave the body. Well, well, what if there's intel on the body you can't take that another player could come across and grab that intel? Yeah, that too. Pl- int- so, intel you'd wanna, that you- so you'd want to hide the body so they don't get the intel. Yeah. Intel that's like, hey, this is the guy who shot me. Kind of thing. Yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> or, that, 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 or that intel on specific people gives you money. Or something, like, yeah. Uh, if you make like, it to the no, end of the like, match. Say it's only 10 players, and it's mm-hmm. like, you kill someone and say, say it, when you start, it gives you, like when the game is loading up, it gives you a list of all the players and what weapon they picked, what items they picked to bring into the map. So mm-hmm. you go up to that dead body and you would look at that dead body and you would scan it over, say, like 10 seconds and then it would go, hmm, he was killed by a knife. And you'd be like, all right, I know at least three players picked the knife when they started. The body's still warm, probably 30 seconds ago. You're like, all right, so he's around here. I think this you know could what I mean? be like, you a special podcast. Yeah, there could be a special <laughs> podcast. The creating of, dude, of a new Battle Royale. <laughs> I'm a fucking genius, dude. Let's do we this should shit. Have a, we should have a special a special episode for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, our, be... non-pa- for our non-Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> non-Patreon. <laughs> anyway, for our Patreon. Sir. Anyway, something. But but yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. Something, something different, because it's always, you know, just hunt and kill. If they added, like... So, you know how there's PUBG and all these games that are having those bots? Make it known yeah. that they're bots. Yeah. Well, have the I, bots there, but there's also people, but they look like the bots realistic, are different. man. As soon as I fire at a fucking bot, I know it's a bot. Ooh. No, no, I know that. No, but what I'm saying is, like, like, like it's, I know there's a game that does it. I just can't think of it, but, like, for well, I do know, uh, what is it, um... How in uh, the what's the the one that we always play that I hate, Grim? Apex. Yeah. So there's like you the dinosaurs actually... and stuff that you play. Yeah. You can, you can kill. The, they don't. Uh, do they attack you? I don't even know. Uh, and there's like some weird animals that you can kill in it. Uh, and then in Fortnite, there there was during one of their seasons, there was like these there's these guards at places 
they don't attack unless you shoot them. Yeah. But like, if you're playing the game and you they're actually playing against you, like in a like a single player game, but you're actually playing a battle royale, so you got to work together with your team against yes. against the AI plus watching out for those things. I think yes. that'd be kind of cool that if they be... did it the right way. That's how, um, well, it involves zombies. That's how the first Battle Royale was made for H1Z1. Okay, yeah. Um, had the zombies still in it, which was really cool. You had to work out, you had to watch out for the zombies plus other players, which mm -hmm. I really liked. Then they took out the zombies, and I was like, why take out the zombies? The zombies are awesome. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah, but, I think they could do something great with a uh, Hitman thing. And like I said, it doesn't have to be a Battle Royale. They could just do an excellent multiplayer mode with multiple Hitmen trying to hunt down and kill each other. Or even just hunting down other, like, a target, but they still have to be stealthy and careful because kicking up a storm is going to drop a bunch of AI guards along with players on them since they're all trying to get the same target. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's plenty of things you could do with it and make it great. That's like that well, that, that Ghost Recon one could have been great if they came out with it. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you could... mean the one that got no fucking, that literally got shit on by a yeah. bunch of Bens? Yeah. And, like, that you could have literally been playing, like, uh, a multiplayer campaign. Like, you, me, Grim, doing a thing where we have to take out these uh, terrorists. But then there's another group of real players, like, doing the same thing. And we want that, that contract. We got to kill you, too. Exactly. You know, that would have been awesome. Stuff like that, yeah. where you actually have to play co-op, but there's also other people... players. Those people f screwed that so bad. Yeah, they're, they're tools, they're jackasses. It's the same group of people that are like, if Sony makes a new SOCOM, it better not be a battle royale. And I was like, are you effing stupid? Yeah, right. Are you Literally, SOCOM was a mini battle royal because they couldn't have maps big enough to do an actual e battle royal. Exactly. So exactly. SOCOM is the battle royal game. Yeah. It should be a battle royal, period. So... Anyway. It's not freaking debatable. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to have like a, a co-op game where other co-op teams are in it. Yes. Against you. So I don't know. Yeah. No, it'd be yeah. sweet. Um but that being said, the the Battle Royale podcast here <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> um we're gonna get into entertainment and technology and pop culture and stuff and spookiness. And we're getting spooky tech and stuff um coming up in the next hour, so make sure to stay tuned and we will be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast, and we're going to get into what we've been checking out this week and whatnot, and along with, like, spooky tech day at the Adam Class, along with a few odds and ends of tech news that's been going on. But before that, we'll get into everything we've been watching and checking out recently, including a concert I went to, which was amazing. Got to see Ward Runa uh, with uh, Eladin uh, Slavic, who is actually amazing freaking musician. Um, if you don't know who he is, he was actually on the Vikings TV show. Uh, he was on one episode. He played... Uh, he didn't. He played like a musician. This on there too. Uh, he also composed most of the music for the show. But we'll get into that in a second. Grim, what have you been up to? What have you been checking out? Um, uh, mainly been working on the D and D stuff. But I watched. Let's take a look because I watch a movie every night when I crash. I watched Karate Cop. Don't know. Contamination and half of the giant spider invasion. So okay, that reminds me real quick, Grim. So I was reading an interview with. Uh, Ralph Macchio uh, the other day yeah. and he was talking about all the other ideas that were proposed to him after Karate Kid 3 to do Karate Kid 4 and one of the ones was they really wanted to do a Karate Kid Rocky uh, like in one movie where it would be Rocky and um, Daniel's kids 
basically don't turn out that great. And they open a new dojo called Miyagi Mikey uh, Mickey Dojo. <laughs> I was like, oh my That's god. Really stupid. <laughs> no, like... no. Keep in mind, I'm not watching terrible movies by myself. I have a subscription to Riff Tracks. Oh, okay. And once a week, or every, every, I'm not sure if it's once a week, they release new movies to their thing. So I just watch them as they come up. You know, watch them until I fall asleep. That's basically how I do it every night. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I'm a huge fan of Mystery Science Theater and all that. I might start subscribing to them, but they're charging a lot. Like, yeah. they got a new thing up and running and it because they have that like overpaid worthless uh felicia day and pat oswald on there they're charging like a hundred bucks for a yearly pass oh yeah i forgot pat oswald's doing that and like each that. movie is like each movie's like 10 bucks to rent 15 to own and i'm like oh geez that's fucking fuck, stupid are you kidding me dude that is stupid. like i pay i pay um i forget what it, i think it's like seven bucks a month for the riff track thing, and I get like two or three new movies every month. Yeah, yeah, five. I pay six month six bucks a month, and I get all the old ones. Like, no, I think they're ripping people off, and it's it's an embarrassing embarrassment. Oh yeah, easily. That's easily embarrassing. But anyway, I'm gonna take off so I don't keep backing up a storm. One thing I might do: there's literally websites with Nathan Fillion quotes. <laughs> that dude that's fine i, I might you... randomly pick one every time <laughs> i want you to spread your wings and do more as you get better at the rp and you understand it more mm. and you're getting better with every with every session you get a little more open mm. at how you rp and it's great that last dragon quest session was fucking great period i don't remember what i did well you i know did, i did something that was funny you did some stuff but the the focus ended up being mainly on the Mitch scene because he almost gutted himself. And then mm. drama and him, dude, I have a piece of paper, Nate. It says, they will disturb Mama, Sh uh, Mama Snake, like the plague snake, if they do one of two things. One, I roll a nat 20 on their freaking encounter roll. And two, disturb the water. They get on the boat and the very first thing, Mitch goes, Hey, Drom, can you dunk my head in the water so I can grab bones? And I'm like, oh, I guess the fucking plague snake's coming. And no, I, I, know, I, I know what I did. I was asking for a chicken wing. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> One of Dude, the players you know got a chicken wing. You're not supposed to take it seriously, Nate. When we start this new campaign, take it as a joke. Have fun with it. Your character can be serious, but serious like Wolfwood and Trigun. Okay, he's serious yeah. sometimes, but sometimes he's a fuckball. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's more fun and more more entertaining when people are off the wall and goofing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's why Dragon Quest is so good. One of those, right, one of the guys got a, a chicken wing, yeah. and I'm like, "Give me the chicken wing. Just give me the damn chicken wing." And then, yeah, then a giant the snake wing. appears on the uh, thing. I'm like, "Give the snake the damn chicken wing." <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, that's because they dunked fucking Mitch into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "Oh my god!" The one thing I wrote down: these pieces of crap. <laughs> all right i'm out later all right so bazinga what have you been uh i haven't really been watching much in the last few days I've just been oh yeah because i i worked yes yeah i worked and i just been watching youtube oh yeah yeah i worked i i watched uh so uh i i like nathan fillion okay i, I like his show he's in rookie yeah, you're talking about that, yeah. So, uh... He was good in Buffy. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> I watched a few episodes of Castle too. Isn't that bad? But yeah. uh, so he's in Rookie, and they came out with a, uh, a one-off of Rookie called the Rookie Feds. Yes. So they kind of connect the shows together now. It just there's only like three episodes in that. So I've just I caught up with those, but that's all I really watched. Yeah. I don't think no, I haven't watched any movies. So, uh, one cool experience I had, I was talking to you about that yesterday, the, so at our local, local theater, the United, uh, they were playing old movies, like horror movies, uh, from like the 60s and 50s and stuff, and they played Psycho, the original Psycho. I know what I watched, I know what I watched. What'd no. you watch? She-Hulk, which, I just don't know if it's good or not. It's okay, <laughs> it's but bad, like... but anyway... <laughs> it, well, the thing is, it really it's very accurate to the comics. Okay, in a way, so it's 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 just like I don't know, I don't know. And then they, the way they ended it was really weird. Like she she literally came through the fourth wall. Oh geez, and 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 went to talk. She wanted to take to Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige ended up being an AI robot. Oh Jesus! It, it wasn't. Yeah, my name is Kevin. Uh, K E V I N, whatever it is, yeah. something like that is. It was really strange because she was like, "Why is this all happening?" Because like in the last scene, all this crap happens. I'm like, "No, this is not happening. We're gonna change it." And they changed it. And then they had all the all the actual writers in a scene, and you're like, "You're all idiots!" I just want oh to be all stupid. But uh, it's just it's hard to say. Like it's really hard to say. Like there's people that are like, "I think this is the best one they've done." I'm like, "What?" Eh, it's, it's I'm not, just not a fan of the She-Hulk character in general. So yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna well, do okay, it. Yeah. But. There's another one. There was another show that came out. It's, it was a. It's like an hour long. It's a Marvel thing, but it's called like uh, the Wolf at Night or something like that. I haven't seen that. The Wolf at Night. Uh, werewolf. Uh, what is it called? Anybody? Anybody got it? The Wolf at Night. Disney Plus. Werewolf by Night. Ah. Okay. Basically, it's a uh, a bunch of uh, monster hunters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in black and white. Ooh, I'm gonna have to watch it. Uh, yeah, it's in black and white. Ooh. Uh, and uh, it's rated R or, or rated TM. Well, TV 14, but there is some gruesome. Somebody gets their head split with an axe. Ooh, and this uh. is Disney Plus we're talking about. Um, well, by night. So like he, uh, there's all these monster hunters. And the the leader of the monster hunters died. Oh, and they have to compete for the the blood diamond that puts them in the the lead of the oh, monster the, hunters yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So they're all fighting each other. Oh, geez. And they put the blood diamond in this big monster, and they have to kill the monster to get that that blood thing. And there was whoever there was a, wins the, gets it. There was a battle royale that was like that that didn't do that well. It did okay, but it didn't do great. That's kind of the same premise mm -hmm. that I played briefly. But there's there's a little you know trick to the whole thing. So oh yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, it was really good, and people are going crazy. It was really good. And like I, I said, the whole thing was in black and white until the end. You know, yeah. something happened where they they like it's a you know the show was over. But yeah, and Ooh. it's uh, inspired by horror films of the 1930s and 40s. It's chilling, nice. The chilling special aims to evoke a sense of dread and macabre, with plenty of suspense and scares along the way as we. Explore the new corner of Marvel's cinematic universe, and heads were rolling. Like some guy got his head cut off. Nice. So yeah, no, it was it was oh. pretty damn good. I'm gonna have to check that out. I yeah. didn't. I was like, 
surprised. Like, man, is it Disney? I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and going on that, like I said, uh, when they played Psycho, and when I first went there, we got there, and it was mostly like older people showing up. I was like, okay, yeah, people are fan of the original, so. Uh, and I really wanted to because I've never seen I never seen a Hitchcock film in a theater, so I was like, okay, this is this is a this is like a golden opportunity. I have to see a Hitchcock film. So and then there was a, uh, the theater almost filled up, which is surprising. Wow! Um, but there's a lot of young people, and it was so cool to see like at the end when you find out who the killer is. All like one young kid like right in front of us went, oh, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> it was crazy. He's like he freaked right out. <laughs> Um, because it was, it was ground, Psycho was so groundbreaking at the time. Um, and they didn't like, they were such a pain in the ass with him make, when he was making Psycho. Um, like they wouldn't even allow him to show a toilet on the film. You can't show a toilet. Oh, uh, that like, shower scene had to be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was like, there was so many things, uh, that they didn't, they didn't want, they were like, yeah, they didn't want him doing, but he just insisted, but he broke ground and obviously that movie did amazing. Uh, during its time, did you ever watch the show? The show, uh, the Bates Motel, whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah it's okay. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. It was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. Just to see it on the big screen, which was it was so cool to see it on the big screen. Um, so, but anyway, so the one thing, yo, so I do have to say, I'm I'm not going to get into detail, but if you haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale, you need to watch The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> it's just an amazing show. Absolutely one of the best shows ever made. Um, but I do want to talk about briefly, so there's, I'm sure there's a lot of fans out there of the show The Vikings, um, which I didn't even know this band was actually even part of it until then, because I haven't really watched The Vikings show that much. I figured I would, because I'm so, such into Norse mythology. But <laughs> uh, I went and seen... Uh, Wardruna uh, in Boston, which was fun. It was just not fun driving there in the crazy rain and shit. When he said he drove there, I was like, what? You drove in Massachusetts? Holy crap. Well, it, it, driving's not the best. I hate driving at night in the rain. Well, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> on the highway. Mm-hmm. So, which only thing that sucked. Um, but on that, it was it was such an amazing, like, but that theater is old. It's really old. There was, I don't think there's a level floor in that theater. <laughs> it's a really old theater mm-hmm. uh the orpheum uh and i was really surprised they actually were selling liquid death actually there at the convention at the uh concession stand thing um uh, but the markups for merch was crazy compared to what you can buy it for online it was so marked up so yeah i'm good with that buying anything at the merch thing um but they were absolutely amazing they're they're a nordic folk band modern folk band which is pretty sweet and, they, and i one thing i didn't know because he did his own he did uh a solo the lead singer uh Eldon uh, uh, Slavic, he did a solo at the very end of a song he wrote for the show The Vikings. And he talked about that, how he's like, oh, I worked on a little show called The Vikings. So I guess a lot of the crowd probably knew about the band from there. I knew about the band from other different means. Um, I had no clue. I was like, holy crap. But they did most of the music for that show. And um, he was actually in one episode where he played a musician playing that song he played, which was a poem written by a character that was captured by the English during... You mean, well, possibly it's a poem, so we don't know if it's actually history or not. It's just something we know possibly could have happened. And that's the problem with a lot of Viking history. A lot of it's like within poems and stuff because a lot of it was destroyed by the English. Mm. Um, but they were absolutely just absolutely stunning. And like the, the, how loud some of these folk instruments are is just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, especially these horns that are like 12 feet tall, like these giant horns, like, holy crap. 
the like reverberation like, it's just like <laughs> stupid and there was a lot of drunk people really there's a lot of drunk people <laughs> oh like oh man and i was surprised to hear the amount of people yelling words in uh finnish which is surprising so i guess there was a lot there could have been people from like overseas and stuff coming to see them too that's really strange so it was fun uh that was probably one of the coolest experience uh probably one of the best shows i've ever been to and the fact it's the first show i've ever i was actually at a box seat which was kind of cool like above the stage oh wow even though you couldn't see shit no we could i could see like i i would say the only thing i really couldn't see was the percussion guy i really didn't get a good view of him that's the only guy i didn't get a good view of um but we were pretty much like right on top of the stage though so we we're like right there which was kind of mm. cool so and just super impressed though with it, it's it's one thing to uh hear musicians on an actual like a spotify or something like that they sound okay but live holy crap when you see the kind of hear the kind of range they actually have like holy shit yeah and how loud some of those instruments actually are like it's like surprising um and like i've been like a shit ton of metal concerts but like to be to a folk concert was just a whole other experience mm-hmm so yeah okay i haven't been to a concert in years well i did see toto a couple of years ago you saw toto no shit yeah it was interesting oh. the whole time they're like don't worry we're gonna play the song don't worry we're gonna play it oh the song yeah 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 because everyone wanted to hear freaking africa and yeah. they said yeah it doesn't make sense yeah they were making it the whole time no i know that's funny but, you saw uh, toto <laughs> <laughs> that's like the the guitarist i think his name's like steve luke luke fear or something like that yeah uh luke look at her look there yeah he's amazing <laughs> yeah like he's written he's he's written a lot of stuff not just uh oh he's written for other bands yeah yeah, uh, yeah okay yeah. uh so, i don't know if this is accurate it says staying alive saturday night fever yep uh you know, Toto, Night Fever, Hold the Line, Africa, Rosanna, Fahrenheit, I'll Be Over You, mm-hmm. Bee, Gees, Bee Gees, Rest Your Love on Me. See, he's uh, he has his band, but he's also a, a songwriter. A, a songwriter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot so, of people, a lot of more talented he is, he is, he shreds. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> he shreds. Yeah. That's funny. Toto. From Aretha Franklin to Warren Zevin, I don't know who that is. He has performed on over 1,500 records. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's an accomplishment. Yeah. In its own. Holy shit. <laughs> that's Collaborative crazy. albums. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, they, they, were, they were freaking great. I was like, like my mom won tickets to it, so, so that's like, okay, you want to go? Okay. And I'm like, Toto, really? Toto? <laughs> that's what I'm like, you're Toto? I'm like, ah, really? <laughs> Ah, what the hell? Let's go. Fine. Oh, it's uh, free. <laughs> I guess. So we went, and I was like, wow, these guys are freaking good. That's right. Yeah. They, they shred. I'm telling you. Well, hey. I'm the talent. <laughs> like a lot of our current, but that's a whole discussion. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, the, problem with, the problem with talent now is it's just so... You can't even compete. Like, back in the day, lead guitar was like a new thing. You know, yeah. like, why people start shredding. Now they're doing this thing called sweet picking. Yeah. Blows my freaking mind because they're just, they're going, it's like 
crazy. They're barely, they're not even, they're just sweeping the pick and paying 7,000 notes. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And they're going, it's it's unbelievable. Oh, geez. I'm like, yeah, I'm old school. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, that's, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into this first topic real quick. So, and this one's kind of disappointing. I do like it and I don't like it. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Um, so I like the fact that like the iPads, the entry level iPads now look like the iPad pros. Like mm-hmm. the design is universal, which is yeah. cool. Um, I do like that. I like it. In fact, it comes in colors. That's mm-hmm. a positive. That's great. Yes. I like the blue one. I don't like the fact that they're 400 and some odd dollars. Yeah, they raised their prices. By here. 36%. Ooh. Yeah. Well, 36%. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. 36%. Yeah, that sucks. Like, I paid for this iPad, I paid like just under $300. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I paid two ninety nine or something like that because it was a Black Friday sale. Yeah. Um. You mean so? But then, like, because the reason why? Okay, the reason, main reason why? Because you're not getting that much out of the Pro iPad, which is why I didn't go with the Pro. There's not much difference. Well, the bigger screen, no rep, no no bezel. That's that. That's it, though. Yeah. That is it. That's the biggest difference. Um. That's kind of annoys me, like, because I would gladly upgrade to this next one, but I'm not going to pay $449. Like, that's just silly. Like, like how much is the, like, I don't even know. I don't think it says on here how much the iPad Pro is going to go for. They don't even talk about it. Um, I don't think. Because the iPad Pro is going to be, like, obviously, if this has gone up 36%, they're probably going to bring the iPad Pro up 36% as well. Mm, so, I don't... so that's going to be expensive. It's like this is the price of the iPad Air, that iPad Air was, I should say, is well the current iPad Air. Uh, granted, the standard model now has USB C, which is good. That's the other plus. Does yours have USB C? No, no, mine not Yeah, um, only the higher end ones. No, the only the Pros do in the Airs. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the entry level ones are going to have uh, USB C. The thing with the the Pros, they've got like. I think they got like the M2 or something like that. Yeah, the M2. Yeah, the the pros are going to have the M1s or the M2s. You know, that are coming out. Yes. Like these just have the A chip. I think the, the I think they should make the pros more like a MacBook. Yeah. Like, because make just make a touchscreen fucking MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm a fan of touchscreen laptops unless it folds in half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think a, a touchscreen laptop like this is stupid. Because you got the mouse right here. Why yeah. are you going to touch and smudge up the screen? Yeah, yeah It's kind of, yeah. uh, it makes no sense to me. But if you can fold it in half yeah, and, and hold it like a laptop, um, uh, a tablet, fine. Understandable. Yeah. And you can do your drawing and stuff like that too. But, uh, man, M- M2 on a, what, what, what do you possibly need to do on an iPad that you would need that, that power? Like, I understand people that use them for drawing and stuff, but... You don't need that much power. The, like... Unless there's other kinds of editing software for for audio and video, I think it's... I don't even know what the purpose is. It's overkill. It is overkill. It is overkill. Like, I understand drawing. But but with the pros, I understand that. And you say you don't even need that. No, you don't need that. Like, and I I wouldn't even need that unless I got up to, like, 60 layers or something. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. But I'm not going to go... Like, I'm not going that deep. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't know. 
I don't know. I wouldn't need that. Multitasking. Uh, maybe for editing 4K video on my iPad. Yeah, but on what? What do you mean? There's what, actually Adobe Premiere or something? No, there's um, there's there's no Adobe Premiere on the iPad. There isn't. No. Wow. Um, there is. I forget the name of the program that actually is a decent editing software. I haven't tried them. I'm debating on buying it to check it out. iMovie sucks. No, no, don't use iMovie. iMovie is missing so much. iMovie's terrible. I tried editing a video for somebody with iMovie because it was on his the the, the video was on his MacBook. Um, it was an old one. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, that was terrible. I, I, I'm like, okay, let's just take the video and put it on my computer, and we did it that way. Yeah, um, it was so bad. No, I forget the name of the software, but it's only like thirty bucks, and supposedly a lot of people say it's great for on the go, and it has a whole bunch of capability. Mm. So I might have to check it out. So at some point um but yeah i'm impressed with everything with the new ipad entry level but <laughs> the damn price like everything is great about it like it's an upgrade across the board yeah like i, I kind of want it but the problem with the thing with like ipad like tablets in general um if it's a good one like an ipad you don't need to replace it yeah i had my ipad 2 <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was an iPad 2 because iPad 2 was only out for a short time because they, they had the iPad 1, the iPad 2, and then the iPad like 2 with Retina or something like that. It might have yes. been an iPad 3. It might have been an iPad 3 I had. But I had it till just a couple years ago. Yeah. So, so like, I didn't need it. And I've tried, like, Android tablets, that, that Fire tablet. They just sucked mm. compared to just how well an iPad is. Yeah. So it's like they're going to last you. Yeah, but like, it, I just don't understand what the purpose of an iPad Pro is besides just having it, you know, because yeah. you want it. But like, they come just like I, you know, oh, cell phones; so, they come out every year. So yeah, I would say the one thing is that some artists buy it for, mm -hmm. uh, which I found just stupid. Like, it's just it's gimmicky at that point because the iPad Pros you can use the Apple Pencil two with. You can't use the Apple Pencil two with this with the with the standard models. Wow, okay. And the same thing with this. You can't use the Apple Pencil 2 with like, this model. Because the Apple Pencil, the Apple Pencil 2, granted, it's another like 100 bucks. It's like almost $200 for the Apple Pencil 2. Oh, wow. Um, it has other functionalities on the actual pencil. Well, the funny thing, they make aftermarket ones too. Yeah. But they have actual other functionality on the actual pencil. Like, I um, understand, like, I'm here seeing an uh, image. If you're like an architect or something like that, drawing your stuff and like that, I understand. But, like, you're not just going to be using the iPad by itself. You're going to have, like, some massive case on it. You know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Stuff yeah, like yeah. that. They just make it like they're just holding the iPad by itself. But, like, yeah, you're taking notes and stuff like that. But I just, like, if you you're, like, a super business or something. You don't need the Pro, though. You can just use anyone. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and, like basically, what do you need the M1 for? Or the yeah, M2? I don't, know. I don't see what you're using. What, what, what are you going to use on an iPad that uses that capability, that much power? Like I said, unless you're editing 4K video. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why you'd be doing that. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, producer, or you can produce music or record a podcast. I'm not recording anything on my iPad. <laughs> I mean, there's some people that actually do do that. I'm sure. Um. So, I know that there's punch people that, like there's a few podcasts I actually listen to. That I know they do produce like they've done offsite and you still talk about they produce it on their iPad and stuff. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, but like yeah, they got a stuff a lot of stuff for watching. Watching yeah. TV and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mean to sound uh, ignorant or anything. I just don't understand what the purpose. Just you know, of course, besides getting it because you want to have it. You know, okay, yeah, I want to have the best, the best of the best. Fine, I understand that. Yeah. But for usability-wise, why would you need 
that on a tablet. Yeah, you don't need, yeah. Like, I understand having that power on, like, a, a laptop or a computer, because if you're, you know, like, workstation stuff. Like, well, that's why I get the, the high-end stuff. Like, my com- the computer I want to get, I want more, more RAM, because just of what we do. Yeah. And, yeah, the 32 gigabytes is fine. I want 64. Just, <laughs> I, I, I want that computer to last, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. this computer, I got 32 gigs, and I've had it for what? Since... Four or five years? Yeah, something like that. So I've had it a while and it's starting to die now. So, right. but I just I don't know. I don't know what you would do on a on an iPad Dude, that would use much. that power unless they they should change it so it, you can do the stuff like that you can do with a MacBook. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be able to run like, the just other. run whatever the hell this is called, OS X. Yeah, just run OS X. Yeah. But anyway, so let's get into so the MetaQuest Pro is the cutting edge hands a headset looking for an audience. Ugh. $1,500 audience. Ugh, this so, is disappointing. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it's, it is pretty impressive. So it does weigh more, but it is more balanced than the uh, Quest 2. You know why, right? Well, yeah, because... Because the they put the, the headset thing that I got. <laughs> yeah, pretty much on it, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And it's going to run at... Uh, 1800 by 1920 pixels per eye uh, with a maximum of 90 hertz refresh rate uh, display tech that uh, Meta says offers 75% more contrast uh, than what you got than the Quest 2. So obviously blacks will be blacker. Uh, Apparently it can it's, it must have cameras like on its the, the cheeks or something because it can tell if you're smiling. Yeah. Or looking down or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it looks like there's cameras on the handles itself, the controllers. Yeah, it kind of does. And so it can see the environment, so it can register the environment, I guess. Yeah. Better, probably. So it makes sure it doesn't, you don't punch a wall. <laughs> well, the new, mine has that. Oh, okay, yeah. You can, you literally, so when you trace out the room. Yeah. It's like you just see black and white. Oh, okay. of the room and you can trace it out when the traces is like in rainbow or whatever oh, okay and then you trace it out and like when you're playing if you walk to the thing it'll warn you first oh, okay. where, where that is which is great it's i have this 400 dollars headset in my closet that i have no use for oh geez. the rift the rift which is fantastic but the the quest is just so much better it's, and vers- like, it's I, more versatile yeah, yeah it, it's wireless and i can wirelessly connect to to the internet to, yeah. to my computer if I wanted to like play computer VR. Yeah. I haven't tried it yet, but they say, you know, for that to work, you have to have Wi-Fi 6, and I do. Yeah. So, one of these days. I, there's a game I want. I just haven't bought it. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, like a, a spy. It's like a 007 game. You like, jump out of a blowing up airplane. Oh, you're talking about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to get that and try that. But, yeah, you can you can also get a long USB-C cable, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, I've seen some of that. That's... But I'd like to try. I got good internet. Yeah, yeah. No, this looks like nice. They're obviously trying to enter themselves into the high-end VR market now. But I don't know. Fifteen hundred dollars is going. To, a lot of people are not going to pay that price pack to get to the. Yeah, that's too much. Way too much. No. Yeah, they're. They not. say it's heavier or lighter. It's heavier, but more balanced, so it doesn't feel heavier. Wow, it, it should be lighter. <laughs> the, 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 the glass must be heavy. Hmm. It's Where? smaller. Yeah, it says the grams actually. Where are they? it says it somewhere in this article, it says how many grams it is compared to the. Uh, so it weighs seven hundred twenty-two grams uh, to the Quest Two, which is only five hundred three grams. Wow, that's insane. So yeah, 
That's 173 grams. Your head. It's also not far from the Quest 2's weight with an optional Elite strap, which adds an extra 103 grams. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. With it balanced, though, it won't feel as bad, though. That's the thing. Yeah, like what I did. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you see our short on our on our YouTube channel, yeah. Tech Prime Media. <laughs> yeah, you'll say check it out. It's pretty funny. It's actually pretty cool. It does seem like a commercial, mm-hmm. but that's right. <laughs> um, no, this is definitely cool. They're just stepping into the market with this, which um, they're trying to get their way into, which will be cool. Um, I'm hoping they lower the price point a little bit. Well, it's funny. It says maximum 90 hertz refresh rate. I think the Quest 2 does that. You have to go into the settings to change it. But it does Because it will hertz. kill your battery faster, but I got oh. the extended battery. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah. Plus processor of the Quest 2 instead of the 6 gig of memory. The number yeah, of times... 12, yeah, that's 12 gigs, that's 6 gigs. You can set your refresh rate to 72, 80, or 90 on the Meta 2. Oh, okay. Or Quest 2. Yeah, it's just going to kill your battery. Yeah. And it says oh. the Quest 2's 120 refresh rate has been an experimental feature for over a year now. Ooh. So maybe I do have it on that. So I wonder how high this one can actually go up to then. Yeah, once it's released. Mm-hmm. Could be interesting. I don't know. Well, now they're talking about, like, with monitors, they're like, ugh, 165 hertz? We're at 320 hertz now, man. Like, <laughs> you're not going to play. Yeah, but there's no game that's running that fast a frame rate. You're, you're not going to even notice. Yeah, but you'd have to be running a game that fast a frame rate. It's not going to. Because then you're making. So if you if you leave your refresh rate, say, at 240, mm-hmm. your computer, say, your processor can, and your graphics card can only at, like, say, Battlefield, uh, say Battlefield 5 can only at push. And this was some of the best graphics cards can only push like to 120 like frames per second, okay, or a little mm-hmm. higher. You to actually benefit from that 240 hertz, you have to actually have to have 240 frames per second because if you don't, now your computer has to make frames to actually compensate for that, which is going to actually lower your performance. Isn't that one of the the, the features though that the like the newer graphics cards do? They'll like multiply the, the yes, frames but that obviously costs it's fake frames it's fake frames but that costs some power though too. it's, it's basically it's what the old like a plasma tvs did yeah what, what was it the 240 hertz it, it just multiplied the the it, rather than that many frames the fps it was it just multiplied the frames like yeah of the same image or whatever yeah it, it was, was like it was like fake refresh rate yeah but that's what yeah that's what a lot of these do they just fake yeah it's mm. fake frames um like you can't there's no benefit for that really like if you notice like even when um lias tech tips was testing like the the what do you call it it, it do you benefit from 240 hertz right and they were doing that whole video and they did it with this uh fast motion camera and stuff mm-hmm. um they were running they were playing csgo because they could run that at 300 frames per second yeah because that that's such an old game yeah that's mm-hmm. why they did that like, yeah. you're not going to benefit from it unless you're doing that. Like, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Um, there's no benefit to that. Uh, anyway. So. So, I know it's exciting. I think this could be cool. It's a step forward. I love seeing more, like, expansion to VR because VR is eventually going to be really, really cool. Like, the more and more technology comes to it. It is eventually going to be, like, you see in, like, Ready Player One and stuff. It's going to get to that point eventually. Well, the, gra- the the did you see the ad for it? It's freaking awful. Like it's literally just cartoon. Oh, I didn't see like, that. It just shows like his thing of oh, it's uh, meta meta t- or 
MetaQuest, blah, 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 blah. Well, this article points out that they actually want it to get closer to real life. And they want it, they want to get closer to distinguishing it from real life. Yeah, well, the, 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 the video they have... Doesn't promote that. No, it, it's more... They, well, it's... What the hell? What am I typing? They're uh, more talking about business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it called? This thing? The MetaQuest Meta Pro. Meta, Meta Quest Pro. Quest Pro. Uh, trailer. Oh, actually, I didn't, yeah. The MetaQuest Pro. Coming to a store near you. Freaking ads. Seth Magazine. Wants to be our congressman. Anyway. But, like, they, like, show that they show the... They're showing the headset, yeah, and all these funny graphics of like the lenses and stuff like that. Yeah, next generation optic, optics, cushions, yeah, yeah. Uh, premium comfort. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the, so the Quest Touch Pro controllers are three hundred dollars. Holy shit! You can use them on the Quest Two as well. They're backwards compatible. Oh, okay. Um, but like they're 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 really showing it for like the business. I do like how you can. It's a dock. Yeah, you can dock it all. Yeah. Um, huh. But there's uh, one with, what's his name? Who's the guy? Who's the guy? The, the owner. Oh, uh, with uh, uh, Zuckerfuck. Zucker. <laughs> Zuckerman. <laughs> Zuckerfuck. Zuck, Zucker, I'll say. <laughs> I don't know his name. Zuckbro. Zuckerberg. Zuckbro. That's what I call it. <laughs> Well, there's another video and it's like it has him talking and it just shows like a cartoon version of him. Or, yeah. Uh, okay. Like this. See. Yeah, that's what I've seen too. Some of these ads like this. Yeah. But it's like what? <laughs> yeah, and like and that's for like, business and like stuff like that. But like, and I would say that was probably the biggest thing that upset me about the Ready Player One movie mm -hmm. is because right in the book they say that the VR is indistinguishable. From reality. Okay. So the whole movie should have been done in live action. Oh, okay. To look like real life. Because they say in the book that it looks like real life. That'd be pretty nuts. Yeah. And that's where we'd have issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's the, in this article that's the hint. But anyway, we'll get to that. Like, obviously, we'll see how well they do in sales. I don't think they're going to do that well. Yeah. We saw how well Google Glass, Google Glass did okay, but it didn't do great. Fifteen hundred dollars only, like the like Uber geeks bought them. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and the, the the Quest Two is great. It's just I wish they didn't. Not that I need one now, but I wish they didn't raise the price because it was two nine nine. Yes, and now it's four hundred dollars. Now it's four hundred dollars, which is yeah. it's still not bad. But, but why uh, the the price is going up? Just I know, I know. We're having a hard enough time as it is. <laughs> yeah, Zuckerberg, that's it. Yeah, Zuckerberg. But fifteen hundred dollars. I do like how it charges itself. It's got a little charger base, but uh, it's. Not fifteen hundred dollars. Too much money. It's not that big of an upgrade. My God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think the Vive was that much, was it? No. The Vibe's like a thousand, I think. Yeah, which is still expensive, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. Ugh, sickening. <laughs> it's so this next article, I'm going to cover real quick because if I got into this article, I would be, I'd probably put people to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, <here> <laughs> uh, so, so the universe is what do you call it? Non-local reality has a physics Nobel Prize winner proved it. Okay, um, 
So this was proven about the non-local reality. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. <laughs> um, it basically, um, so the idea is like, if you're not looking at the moon, does it exist? Does a tree make a sound if you're not around? I believe, yes, it does. Okay. Yes, the moon exists because even if I'm not looking at it, there's somebody else in this world that's looking at well, it. We'll say, we'll say if nobody's looking at it in the whole world. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, according to the math. The math. I don't even know where you get math out of this situation, but uh, okay. Oh, it's very math. I could have gotten into a whole lecture about math, but I probably would have been asleep. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a lot of it involves math and study and the measurement of cubits and stuff. Oh, I wish Ben was here. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, because basically what they have found from measuring cubits um, is the number they get doesn't make sense uh, to what the cubit should measure. So, um, so say if you pass a cubit from one person to another, even like two cubits, um, and say that's two cubit, like say the number evaluated is two to that cubit. And then the other person gets it somehow. Now the number is 2.8. It's mm -hmm. so, wait a second here. What happened? Um, and the other person did not see it. We just, it's, it's kind of an assumption what the measurement was, what the cubit is, because it shouldn't have changed. It should be two. That's the cubit. Okay. No one sees it. It gets passed to Fred. Fred grabs it and measures it. 2.8. What? What do you mean 2.8? Hold on. <laughs> and that's what this kind of, that's the very, 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 very dumbed down version of this experiment um, has proven that unless we're actually, and obviously this goes back to like the double slit experiment and stuff like that, which I've talked about before. Um, that qubits are in a wave form until they're observed. Once they're observed, now they now have value, uh, which which can be measured at that point, um, which produces obviously reality. And this means that the non-local reality there's is in wave. So technically, if nobody was looking at the moon, it doesn't exist. Technically, but even if the smallest of insect or germ was looking at the moon, it exists kind of thing. It's being observed. Um, and we've shown like, that's like in the very brief part of double slit experiment is they basically fired, uh, uh, single photons through two slits and watched it. And on the other side of the pattern, the, what do you call it? The, uh, pattern formed two slits on the wall where the where the protons photons were fired through two two spots right mm -hmm. they take away all the cameras nothing observing it fire two photons through two slits on the other side it creates a wave pattern and they're like wait a second here we only fired it through two slits but on the wall it created every possible pattern there is okay they, can, they can't when they so, come through the hole they can't expand no okay so this is the thing they um when when something is watching it all of a sudden it just forms where the two slits are when no, no cameras are on it nobody's watching the experiment happen they hit the switch all of a sudden it's a wave pattern on the wall they take a then they put all the cameras back on hit the button again it hits the wall it's only the two slits 
showing that it doesn't form into matter until something actually watches it. <laughs> My head hurts. I know, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool, but the reason why I want to do this because it's a great segue. I is... just don't understand how you read into this crap and understand it. Um, <laughs> the I, I watch lectures. Anyway, watch the lectures. Well, not watch, I listen to lectures. Mostly at work. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> uh, Oh, freaking that one. I mean, I wanted to lead that in because it's kind of like one of those, like, makes your head go, what the fuck is reality? <laughs> mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about ghost equipment and ghost hunting equipment and debunking a lot of the bullshit. Um, because we're going to do a video about it, but if we're to talk about it, why not on the podcast? Because you the podcast. So, um, and my thing is, like, I love, like, the idea of ghost hunting, but I have had it, like, up to my eyeballs in the bullshit and i watched a recent show i thought would halfway decent because the guy is like i was reading the description the guy's like oh i i wanted to kind of like get my own evidence because i saw this one video and um i've been a director for years and i want i want to see if i can prove this or disprove it and by the end he 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 thinks he proved it but he showed no evidence it's just an assumption at the end i'm like guy if i could beat you in life i'd freaking punch you in your face (laughs) i'd really punch you in your face (laughs) <laughs> because all you did was just bullshit just like all the other people did like i would rather you just say nothing happened i would be glad with that and say i didn't find anything or i couldn't prove one way or the other way what caused whatever to happen and show that it actually happened um that's my biggest problem and 99.9 percent of ghost hunting out there on you see on film is fake oh yeah yeah because yeah. basically if if most of the time, they're not going to find anything, so they they got to they got to find something to make people want to watch it. Mm. But for me, I would rather they not find something and just be truthful if they can't. No, no, it. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Like the first, like the first season of Ghost Hunters, they like rarely found anything. Yeah, there, there was a few things where like, oh, maybe, but you know, we want to debunk everything. Now it's like, well, we got to find something to get views. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, throw that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. They were caught tons of times. I don't even know how that show still exists. Gosh, I don't know. They, yeah, they were caught so many times pulling shit. Um, people know for now that it's fake. Um, the same thing with, like, uh, the Ghost Adventures. Those guys are just, like, uh, like those are the biggest bullshit artists I've ever seen. <laughs> like, their first thing was the, the documentary they did before they were known was really good. And yeah. you could see Aaron was actually scared. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, he was scared. Yeah. Like, a brick flew... Yeah, you know, like what is going on? Holy crap! Like, yeah, that was actually authentic. That was scary. Um, I have no idea what happened there, or what, what whatever caused that, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and like the thing we've talked about, we were into the video on is like a big thing. I was going to point out is the ghost hunting apps which are complete fucking bullshit. Uh, that drive me up a wall. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't know that ghosts were technology based so, to, to break and, into a cell phone. <laughs> and the one that we messed around with, and we're going to probably, I'll put the short up anyway, because it's funny. It's a funny short. Uh, Did you it, ever finish it? It's mostly done. Yeah, I'll have to put it up. Um, it's pretty funny. So, <laughs> um, it's was it Necrophonic is the name of yeah. it? Yeah. And it, all it is, it's, it's an app because I actually, at one point, I did actually dissect the app and I found there's a folder in it that has like a couple, I think it's a couple thousand audio files. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And all it does is have a random number. So in the variable script um, that's written for the, pro, for the actual app, 
um, all it does is set a variable, hey, draw from numbers like one to how many ever versions of the uh, sound bites there are on the thing. Randomly pick from this to this, and it sets a variable, so that's in the programming. So when you hit the, and it'll just randomly cycle through and just pick random things. Um, and that would actually be plausible, okay, if it was a quantum number generator, but it's not. So it relies on that program to pick a number. Now, I'm not sure a lot of people that were listening to this podcast know the programming work. So you, but I'm sure you know when your Windows blue screens or your computer freezes or your Android freezes or your tablet freezes or whatever. The reason why that freezes is because there's been an interruption into the machine language going on with whatever app you're using or the operating system itself. So if you were to interrupt that, because the program that we see, even what programmers write, that's not actually what the hardware is actually reading. The hardware is reading the machine language because that program is translating it into machine language, which is ones and zeros, literally ones and zeros. Um, so it, to interrupt that would cause the app to crash because now, so say if you wrote a program and you set the variable, say random pick, random number between zero and 99, okay, at a, a variable rate, which is what that app does. And then say something interacts and changes that and says and picks something that the program wasn't meant to pick, right? The program doesn't know what to do at that point because it has to follow a script. That's how programs work. So then it doesn't can't follow that script. You know what happens? It goes to the default, which means it crashes because it's a fail safe. That's in most programming. It will fail safe and it will crash or it will freeze. So if something actually interacted and changed that one or zero, it would crash on you. It wouldn't work. So which means there's nothing interacting with it at all that's all the software um now if we actually hook so uh a lot of people know it um random do you know what random nodding is? Yep, yep yep okay so i i was big into random nodding when it first came out because i was i listened to the guy on the podcast and i followed the guy on twitter the original creator um and the reason why that works is because that's a quantum number generator and if you look up what a quantum number generator is, it's the only thing on our planet that has actually been certified to be actually random. It's the only thing that we've ever scientifically found to be really random is a quantum number generator. Um, and so that could actually be plausible if they pulled from there. But this thing's not connected to the Internet. It's not connecting to a giant server that actually has a quantum number generator going on. So that's not what's happening. So that would be the only thing I would give a little bit of credit to the app if it actually did that, but it doesn't. Um, what is your opinion on that? Well, I think of it more in the whole ghost aspect. Okay. So there's the, uh, the spirit boxes that use the, the FM and AF. And they, they get up and down the beds. Going yeah. through white noise and stuff like that, and you can hear like stuff like that. Yeah, I I, under, I believe that you may not. I believe it in a way. Well, no, I believe the ones that don't do it digitally, the mm -hmm. ones that do it analog, that flip. Yeah, yeah, but because that's open air. Yes, this is not. No. So how? Well, is... that's running by a program. That's yeah, well, yes, that's I know. A, that's the the radio thing is just running by an analog band that's going yeah. up and down. But what I'm saying is. There's no white noise no. for the ghost to communicate through no. on this phone. It's just picking random words. Yes. And sometimes it works out when they do the use this app and like, oh, oh there's always over. Yeah. But it, it's it's like the whole coincidence. Yeah, it's that, it's that like that 
uh, fortune teller guy, you know. Yeah. Did, John your, did your did your mom die? Yeah, John Edwards. Whose mom person. died here? Yeah, <laughs> my, my mom died. I, I, I can't figure okay. the room. I'm sure somebody's mom died. Who, who, whose mom? Uh, did, did, did your did your mom like cats? <laughs> yeah, my mom. You know, <laughs> something like that. You know, and so it's just like random. You know, oh wow, it, it's right. Yeah, and it's just coincidence that it, it said something interesting. You know. Yeah. Uh, but and but like. They, they they don't know Wi-Fi. You know, I don't know how to explain it. They just it doesn't no work that way. Well, yeah, they well, can't I, manipulate I, this. Well, I already broke down why they can't do that. Yeah, yeah, they can't manipulate this <laughs> like they can manipulate white noise. No. So, and that gives me into what I while I was listening to a podcast last night, a podcast that I'm sure a lot of people know, uh, Fade to Black. I'm sure some people listen to the podcast. It's a great podcast hosted by Jimmy Church. He had a guy in there that developed a new way of EVPs. Like, I didn't even know this way existed, but apparently it was first done in the 60s. It's by putting a radio onto a band that doesn't exist. Like, there's no way to broadcast to it. So, 93.82. Well, no, it's at like 14,000 like, hertz. Oh, shit. okay. Like, way off the spectrum. So, you need a special radio to do that. Yeah. Because um, it's like, what, 108 it stops? Yeah, it stops at way, yeah. So, he basically did this. This is a guy that did this in the 60s, right? And he actually got results, supposedly. I've never even heard of him. Um, but he developed a way, did the same thing, except he's pumping it in, pumping the in, uh, from the radio into his computer so he can run the audio through a filter program, like any kind of audio software. I'm not sure which one he uses. Uh, so that to filter out any of the odd noises that you don't want, all the actual noise. Mm -hmm. um, and then take it from there and pull out anything that actually sounds like a phrase or something uh, and let that through the filter. Okay. So. And the thing is, though, at the Hertz that Q was actually even using, you can't even actually use speech. Uh, even if you were to broadcast at that level, you can't. You wouldn't get speech across. It mm -hmm. just wouldn't work. You'd get beeps and boops. Uh, so the fact that he's getting speech was a whole other level. Um, that something's interacting with this white noise uh, with that frequency. And he, they were saying complex things. So he asked the thing. He said, do you know who I am? And they said, Rathsman which is his last name. Mm. I was like, that really just said that. I was like, holy shit. Wow. I was like, oh, did that just really say that? I was like blown away. I was like, unless this guy's completely vague this, it, that, it do, it's doing what he says it's doing. That's impressive. Um, and it seemed like a two-way conversation. It did fairly which way. So one of the things that really got me thinking, because he had his own idea of what he thought it was saying, but I was listening, trying, I was listening to it like, okay, what do I think it's saying too? And one of the things he did say it said because he asked it are you dead when did you die uh and they said we're not dead what do you mean well that could be two things like what you said the alternate reality thing or it could be they don't know they're dead well the, yeah 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 that's what the host of the podcast said well yeah and he said that well he actually also said he said well what if we're the dead ones and we don't know it mm -hmm. um, <laughs> we don't know that um so and but they went back and forth like a bunch of times. And what was really creepy, he was asking one person on the other line, on the other half, but it seemed like he was trying to tell a story of something, of being convicted of something. And then he went on to talk about something else. And you hear a woman's voice say, hey, stop. Like he was trying to tell the other person that was saying something like, hey, shut up. Like. And one of the one of the beginning of the sessions he was doing. 
um, right at the beginning of the session, he was trying to communicate with them, ask them like, oh, hey, uh, like kind of like, is anybody there kind of thing? And it responded, oh, hey, it's Rathman. He's good. That kind of thing. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? Wow. Like, it's like somebody on the other end was trying to communicate back. Hmm. Like it seemed like for me, the, what I took away from it, it was like my own theory. I, who knows? It's my own theory. It could be anything, but I, it sounded to me like a two way conversation between two dimensions. It mm -hmm. really did. Like somebody on the other end had the same technology that they just made as well. And they were doing the same thing and it was working for them and they're communicating with him. So, and you know, I mean, they don't realize we're just crossing dimensional lines. Imagine if he was, it wasn't dimensions, if it was galaxies. Or, yeah, or galaxies or anything. Um, the one thing that was creepy because he brought up the fact that he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know what this is or if these are ghosts or spirits or aliens or nothing. I don't know. He Because he leaves it up to, like, anybody else to interpret what they think. Um, because he did suggest, like, who knows? It could be. Because they say a few times, they it seems like a group of people and they're talking to themselves. You can hear it. Um, they say, oh, he's human. I went, what the fuck? It's <laughs> like, he's human. What is that supposed to mean? And they say it like three times. They're from another galaxy. <laughs> or aliens or something yeah, or a dimension yeah, yeah. or I don't even know. Wow. It, it was probably one of the most creepiest EVPs I've ever heard. Wow. Now, the funny thing is I, so, you know, I, I, I do believe in the whole ghost thing hmm. in the whatever you say about demons blah 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 <laughs> um but uh i also believe in like i don't know what they call them like time paradox that where... was my theory also that the there's uh correlating timelines that yeah. we're crossing yeah because like i've heard stories about somebody was in a building during that was uh around during the, like the civil war yep and they went down a, an elevator yep because that basement used to be where the nurses would try and during the war were trying to save the people under in the basement so it went down this elevator and the door opened and he saw it all oh he saw a bunch of dead a bunch he, of people he saw <laughs> like a triage you know he saw all the, the nurses trying to save all these guys he's like uh go back up well, and, and they looked at him there, there's tons so like, of stories like that of people just like randomly being teleported through time and then all of a sudden coming back yeah um it's really creepy and um well there's also like photos like they'll take a photo and it'll come out and there's like a building there that is not there. Not there. Yeah. Yeah. And there's ran if you correlate, there's some of these actually can be correlated through people's journeys, uh, journals from like 1700s, 1600s that will say, hey, a man walked past such and road with really strange clothes on. Mm -hmm. And they'll court like, wait a second here. This is this guy. Hold on. How the yeah. hell did he get there? Mm -hmm. And just popped right back. Yeah. We, yeah, we don't know. Um, it's really, really creepy. For no EVPs could be peeled from the future. We don't know. Could be something. Yeah, we have no idea. It's funny because like there's, there's people on TikTok now. Uh, I've the time travelers. Seen, yeah, I know they're all fake, but it's funny. Oh, but the funny thing is they're all fake. But like, how did they do it? One, uh, one they found out uh, that was actually a people believe for a while, uh -huh. and then he was finally uncovered. It was actually a whole publicity thing being, and it was being backed by the Brazilian government. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm like, how is he going to these places and they're completely empty? Yeah, because I think that might be the one. And, they, and the reason why is because he had, the government was actually clearing areas out, him recording, and then they... That's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw those on the news. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. No, come on. How? How How's he going to these military bases and there being no military there? Yeah, they were there. They just were 
they're hiding. You didn't see they're them. behind him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see them. Yeah, those are, yeah, I watched a few of those. Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> you guys watching too much Quantum Leap. <laughs> the I new Quantum Leap sucks, but I yeah. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, it, like I said, it's it's like watching the, the new MacGyver. It's yeah. It's got the same idea, the same type of premise, but it doesn't feel... You don't get the feels like uh, you did with the original. No, no. I still watch the original. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the new ones are just... There's something missing. Yeah. It's like... And it's... The main character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and what's his name's dead, so... Yeah. Dean, Dean, whatever his name is. Yeah, the other guy's dead, so... Oh, well. But, anyway, this has been the Tech Brand Podcast. Anyway, you have your thoughts on... Uh, hauntings and ghosts within the spooky season let us know because i think there's one more podcast before the end of i'm not sure is there i, I, do, do I don't remember depends on what we're working i don't know yeah i don't know if there's one more episode of this podcast but if not this is the halloween episode uh so let us know your thoughts on hauntings if you want um and be sure to check out youtube.com slash tech prime media because the keyboard video is up there right now and there's going to be a spooky halloween one coming up in a hopefully in a couple of days it's gonna be really cool yeah this is the last uh for the, yeah so this is the spooky one so so yeah Next week we'll be on to yeah. Next time we'll be obviously getting onto the new campaign and everything else. So that's a whole other adventure. So we really gotta start streaming some games. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm bored. I'm <laughs> bored. Okay. So and you also got Call of Duty coming out in between now and then too. Mm -hmm. So until then, until two weeks from now, for the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media. Everyone, we'll see you next time. Ugh.